Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. So uh, welcome to Cards Leaders Coast to Coast. Melissa Sanova, Jamie Alford, Hillary Perry Haggerty. Uh, yeah, we are here. To, I know every time I'm like, Hillary, <laughs> God damn it. Um, that could be just a, an emotional vocal response too. So, but I always forget your name. So I'm really thrilled that I finally remembered it after like seven years. Yeah, yeah, you're getting it. So we were going to record this last year in my uterus, try to exit my body. And we were going to talk about the Empress card. And both of these ladies were like, you know what? Let's, let's take it a, a tip from the Empress and take better care of ourselves. Get off the damn computer and go lay down. And I did. And it felt great. So um, the Empress card is the one we're going to be talking about today. We've each picked our favorite cards from the deck. And we're each going to talk about kind of what the Empress means to us and how we see it in readings. So, uh, Jamers, you're up. Sure thing. So, I love the Empress card. It's one of my birth cards, which that's an episode we can probably talk about later. Until then, you can type in what's my birth card or find information out on Google if you don't know it. But I love the Empress. Um, A lot of cards will say it's like the mommy figure. And even though I don't have kids of my own, I have a cat, so I'm kind of the pet mom. But to me, the Empress goes a little bit deeper and more into that, where she is somebody who loves abundance, who loves kind of the finer things in life, and is incredibly creative. And that's the part of the Empress I identify with. It isn't like the idea of being pregnant. A lot of the cards, especially Rider Waite Smith card, shows a pregnant woman sitting kind of on a chase or like lounging back. And that's not what I identify it. However, I am a creative soul. I get ideas and I just kind of want to go bop, blah, 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 and just rant on about them or rave about them. So to me, the Empress is all about bringing forth those creative ideas and kind of birthing at that, so to speak. I pulled two decks, um, the books for two decks out, because I like to see Empresses that have kind of um, going away from that stereotype of pregnant woman. But, of course, the first one I'm going to talk about kind of shows a little bit more of the more traditional. This is the um, Enchanted Forest um, Tarot by Linnea Weatherstone. And it has more of a Earth Mother tone, where the mother isn't necessarily pregnant, but she's got a child in her lap. And to me, this kind of reminds us of the fact that Earth is kind of our mother. So it's kind of got more of that pagan aspect of the Earth being where we get all of our creations from, where everything, including the microphones and this computer that I'm on, somehow all this magic happened because people learned how to do what we do from Earth-based stuff. So that's the first one I picked. The second one I picked was our good friend Andrew McGregor's Arisha Tarot. I like this deck. I can't read with it very well yet just because it's so different. It's And I love it for that because and it's, it's based on a religious practice that you're not a part of so there's going to be some form of other to that which i think is awesome let's dip our toe in other for sure and that companion book is fan 
fantastic for the yeah. era. Really, really great. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's so the reason why I picked this is because on, on the Empress cards, we don't get a more feminine identified person. We get two. One looks like a guy. The other one is, you know, I, I look at it as a kind of a, a gender non-binary person. But Andrew says, depending on who you ask, the Empress is either the fertile, nurturing, creative force of the universe or a fierce ruler. However, she is both, depending on what she thinks you need at any given moment. So what I like about this book is that it kind of twists that standard, what we're used to seeing in a Rider-Waite-Smith deck, the woman, but brings out more of that idea of the creative, the nurturing creative force into it and saying that anybody can really have a creative aspect to it. And again, it does follow the Orisha path, which Andrew is a um, priest and a, um, a part of, and I'm not, but yeah, the, it's, that's the thing I've been looking forward in different decks these days is how can we twist the archetypes on their head? What can we do? And when I did the triple goddess tarot, I wanted to go a little bit more different, but I, I, I wasn't able to. They, Los Carabeo was very adamant that I went for a more traditional card. But I did put a crown of butterflies around my pregnant um, empress because butterflies to me symbolize creativity. So mm. if you look at that card, you can see some of what I was trying to do and how I was trying to get away with it. But I also kept in with the traditional meanings so that people could still grasp and get into that card. How about you, Liz? So I love favorite? that, Jamie, because like we, there are all sorts of kinds of mothers, you know, and some mothers are more queen of swords than they are queen of pentacles. And some mothers will knock the taste out of your mouth if you sass them. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. there are lots of different ways to mother and there, and those ways don't invalidate mothering. And I know kiddos who've got two dads who are mothered and, and cared for very well. So I love that kind of, um, pulling gender out of the empress, you don't really, it doesn't need to be a woman. It doesn't need to be a pregnant woman. It has to be that spark of, of embrace, you know, and creativity. And I went a little further than you do away from the norm. Lisa Robertson, who's one of my favorite authors and a good friend made this beautiful deck called the animal totem tarot. And the empress is a big cow. It's a Scottish cow. It's got bangs. What are they called? Highland cow, right? Yeah. But she's got these sassy bangs and she's laying in a meadow and the Empress side that is, you know, that we don't often talk about, it comes up a lot in readings for me, is the sexual side, right? Um, in the original writer Wet Smith deck, she's like leaning on a female symbol and looks like she's about ready to get it on. And I think that's fantastic, you know? And, it, and she's also sitting on a cushion, whereas the Emperor is sitting on a stone throne. So those little, like glimpses of um having things feel good you know dressing in beautiful things that make you feel beautiful um laying in the middle of of a field with your bangs flowing here if you're a big cow <laughs> right all this stuff is important um but it's it's a, a card about nurturing and it's about nurturing yourself first and i think that that's something at least in our culture is lacking for mothers. Like we take care of everybody else first and, and then realize we've had toilet paper in our shoe for the last 12 hours, you know, <laughs> and we haven't eaten and we haven't slept. And it's seen as kind of a badge of honor, but it actually sucks because it's what kind of mom can I be if I'm exhausted? Yeah. You know, what kind of mom can I be if I haven't 
um, hung out with my husband for a while or eaten peanut M&Ms for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like the little <laughs> things that make me yes. feel good. If those go away, then I'm running on fumes. So I think the Empress encourages us to like throw down a cushion and have a seat and get laid and take care of our needs, you know, and be there for ourselves, show up for ourselves. Mm. And people forget that self-care doesn't have to be like spa day where you get your nails done, your, you know, mani-pedis or your hair colored or whatever. It can be taking a nap. It can be eating the M&Ms. It can be, I'm going to Netflix and chill. I mean, everything under the sun can be a self-care method Mm -hmm. if it applies to you. It's all about intention. It's always about intention. So like this Saturday, I'm doing a float in like one of those tank things because I love them. That's like an emotional and physical reset button for me. And then I'm going to have sushi with a friend that I love. And then I'm not doing a goddamn thing for the rest of the day. And to me, that's an empress day because I, you know, I work basically two jobs and write books and I'm tired a lot and I work a lot. So I'm going to have a day that I don't do much and I don't do anything that doesn't make me happy. So to me, that is a, that is an empress day faux show. So what do you got, Hillary? Did you get two, two? Did you pick two, making me look like a bum? No, with one? Right, no, cool. I only picked one. Actually, I originally was going to pick two, but then I nerds. was like, no. <laughs> I'm literally bracketed by nerds, you guys. Well, yeah. there are, well, there are so many decks. Like, I did look at Lisa's Animal Totem Tarot, but I decided not to because of whatever reason. I was like, a cow isn't my ideal. You didn't like the bangs. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all about the bangs. The bangs aren't doing anything for you. <laughs> no, cut them off, darn it. Go ahead, Hillary. No, but I mean, this is actually bringing up um, a really great tarot tip as you're learning tarot or you're learning the major arcana or even the minor arcana. Go ahead and look at different decks and look at like the three of swords or since we're talking about the empress, look at the empress in different decks that you may have and see how they are similar and how they are different and what resonates with you because ultimately... Um, you know, your tarot deck has to speak to you and some tarot decks don't speak to you in the same way. Like I'm a big Radiant Rider Waite Smith girl and that's the deck that I use primarily and that is where I pulled my Empress card from. But I was also looking at the Mary L tarot and that's a very different depiction of the Empress. But all of these depictions of the Empress have different symbols or similar symbols, and it's a really great exercise to look at them all together and see what the differences or the similarities are. So that's a little tarot tip for you guys. Um, So the Empress card that I picked out is the Radiant Rider-Waite-Smith. So the Rider-Waite-Smith is like what most people think of when they think about tarot. There are different tarot decks. but the Rider Waite Smith seems to be like my main squeeze, and any decks that I get are usually Rider Waite Smith clones, meaning they kind of use that basis um, to express their theme, whether it's the gummy bear tarot or the zombie tarot or different themes. Um, but the Radiant Rider Waite Smith is basically a reimagining of the Rider Waite Smith deck with the colors turned down and more watercolory. The yellows aren't as garish, the reds aren't as garish, the blues aren't as garish, and I like that a lot better. 
So that's the Radiant Rider Waite Smith. Mm -hmm. And the Empress card um, in that deck, it's very subdued, but it's really beautiful. She has a crown of stars on her head. Um, she is wearing a flowing dress. She is sitting on that cushion instead of a stone throne. And she's kind of, um, instead of facing completely forward, she is kind of tilted on an angle. She's holding up the scepter. And there, this soft and luxurious throne seems to be in the middle of a field of wheat and then with trees in the background a beautiful orange sunsetty sky in the background um, it feels very opulent but also very in control at the same time so i really like that empress card um, and I reiterate what Jamie and Melissa already said about the Empress card. It is about mothering, but also mothering yourself, realizing that we all have both masculine and feminine within us. So it doesn't have to be mother. It can be nurturing ourselves, um, creativity, luxury, and also sometimes taking the reins. Um, I do sometimes see the Empress card as being a mommy dearest Empress, depending on the situation. <laughs> no, <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, ultimately the Empress card is a really positive card, you know, mm -hmm. depending on what your relationship with it is. Like, remember like that mother archetype kind of situation is not necessarily a great relationship for some people. Mm -hmm. So you yep. got to keep that in mind, that background experience and past experience informs pretty much everything that we do. And also one of the things I like about that card versus the emperor in that deck in the Rider-Waite-Smith is that she's got a full on waterfall behind her and the emperor mm -hmm. has like the teeniest, tiniest trickle of water. And I always tell my students, that's how much of a fuck they give. Because if water in tarot re represents emotions, she has all of them and she's not afraid to feel them. Whereas the emperor is like, eh, maybe I'll consider your feelings, but it's really not my agenda. <laughs> so, because yeah. it's not, it's not his job. You know, his job in the tarot is to be in charge and her job is to love and to nurture. And I think they do a fine job. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think, how do you see the, like quickly, right? Because I want I want what's on top of your brain. Hillary, how do you see her show up in readings? When you do a reading for someone, what is she saying? Like generally? Well, the other day when we were going to record and then end up not <laughs> recording, um, she actually was feel like good. No, but but this is a great <laughs> example. Like this is what's coming to me at the top of my head. I had received the Empress card reversed that day for my card of the day poll. And so I mentioned it. I was just like, maybe this is a sign that we shouldn't be doing this recording now and we should wait. It's like so, you're psychic. <laughs> it's like I'm psychic or something. <laughs> yeah. Psychic Friends Network. Mm -hmm. um, but to me, most of all, when the Empress comes up in readings, it's just like, how's your relationship with your mother? Or are you having to play mommy? Like, especially in relationship readings, like love readings, when the Empress card comes up, I'm like, oh, honey, you're not his mother. Yes. No. I think that's so important. I actually just wrote about this in a newsletter that hasn't come out yet. So you're freaking me out. But Woo! one of the things I wrote is you have to decide what your role is in people's life. Are you their caretaker or their partner? Are you their caretaker or their, their, um, their kid, right? Because it comes up a lot. I have clients who have elderly parents. I had one the other night and the Empress uh, reverse showed up and I was like, listen, you can't fix your mom. 
you've tried. Everyone's tried. She's 90 years old. She doesn't give a fuck about what you want. So why don't you see her as who she is and then pull back a little bit so she can breathe and just let her be a cantankerous old bitty because that's who she is. And the less you try to control her, the less you'll feel like smothering her. <laughs> Literally. You know, but it, it can show, that's such a great point. It can show such a fucked up little relationship. And that's how it shows up a lot for me too. And if I get it for a parent, it shows up as mom, settle down. You're fine. You're doing exactly what you need to do. Please stop. You know, don't look at mommy blogs. I was going to say, stop exactly listening that. to dance moms. Like stop just comparing yourself to yep. the mommy blogs, <laughs> compare yourself to, to yourself. And as I told Jamie, her cat is sick and was crying. And I said, you know, when I was an upset mother, when my kids were very small, my doctor would say, hey, a crying baby is a living baby. And I'd be like, thumbs up. I'm doing a great job. <laughs> so that's the vibe I get when it comes up uh, for a mom. So Jamers, what about you? For me, I look at it, um, at least in the readings I do for myself, as the creativity or why am I not doing or, you know, a thing sort of card where the Empress is my creative output. And if I'm not feeling well, and she shows up, she might say, well, you know, maybe it is time you kind of dip your toe into other things or you go play a little bit. You go just try and color some coloring books that I keep in my desk or you do something that will make you feel better rather than doing the work, work, work. Because again, as we're a little bit talking about the Empress, the Emperor is kind of more that work, work, work structures found yeah. you have deadlines card. Mm -hmm. But the Empress is all about more just love. Take a, take a step back, place, see what that information and input you have is available. Mm -hmm. When I read it, for, yeah, when I read it for others, I look at them, I'm just like, you know, why are you, you know, it's kind of, a, it's a weird work-life balance thing for others when sometimes when it comes up, because people don't play a whole lot anymore. Mm -hmm. We don't allow ourselves to kind of indulge sometimes. Like, again, everybody thinks that um, when we're burned out or something that self-care is getting a haircut or a mani-pedi or a massage. And it's like, some people don't like that. You know, people who don't like being physically touched aren't going to go get a massage. Instead, they might take a shower or they might just go nap or, or something. they might suspend themselves in a sensory deprivation water tank. Which is yeah. the coolest <laughs> experience. And I don't really like water. I have seven signs in Sagittarius, by the way. And I have zero earth and like one water. And yeah. I don't like water. I don't like swimming. I don't like baths. It's people soup. But <laughs> I gave this a shot and it was the most relaxing thing. And it, it, this is going to sound so fucking woo woo and stupid, but it felt like I was being embraced by the water and the darkness. And I just got to be, and I didn't like see my guides or have some transcendental, but what it did was it just made my entire self relax emotionally, physically. I got a reset button. It was wonderful. It sounds almost very similar to yoga nidra, which is like yogic sleep, where you literally are relaxing every single muscle in your body. You're focusing your attention on it, and then you're allowing it to relax until your entire body is relaxed. So that's an option too. If you're not into suspending yourself in water, you could always see what yoga nidra is like for you. But um, what Jamie said really reminded me, um, the Empress card can sometimes symbolize making that white space you know, taking that time, carving out that time to do nothing. And I do mean literally nothing because that's when sometimes the best ideas happen. Like if you're in the shower, you're washing the dishes and you're not thinking of anything in particular. And then all of a sudden 
your idea comes to you and you're just like, oh, where's my notebook? Where's my pen? Like that's when it happens because you mm-hmm. set aside that space. And if there's no room, <laughs> yeah. then the ideas aren't going to come to you. Or so. even driving. I mean, I, I get a lot of my ideas driving. And so even though I'm not supposed, you know, you can't write something down when you're driving. I use uh, voice memos on my iPhone or something. Yep. I'll just be like, hey, Siri, you know, take a note for me. And now everybody's hey series are going to be interacting, but yeah, you know, I'll, I'll take a, vo- a voice memo and right. then I'll play it back and I'll write it down when I get to a place I can do it. Yeah, um, I take year, naps. That's my mm-hmm. fuel. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I took a nap today. I had I had I get shots every three weeks, so today was one of um, one of those rare occasions where I have to do shots every uh, every week for X weeks. And three shots at once burns, burns the body out. It makes you tired. So I took a, a nap before we recorded the podcast just because I needed to honor my body and my arms, which are kind of on fire because all that good stuff that helps me be able to enjoy the life I want to and be able to go outside and do all the things I want to. Mm-hmm. Right on, self, uh, self-care. Yeah, uh, look, we circled back around to, totally. you know, Isn't that funny to taking care of ourselves. Out. I know, it's like <laughs> it's scripted or something, which is not. It's just like it is. So um, thank you for letting me know your thoughts on Empress. I got some really great ideas, and I'm, I'm excited for the next time they come up in readings. Um, and uh, we will see you next time. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Uh, we have a, a big list and we generally kind of eyeball it a couple days before and figure out what we're going to talk about. But if you have any ideas of things that you would like us to talk about, like reversals or the court cards or why you shouldn't read for your neighbor who's annoying the shit out of you and is still going to live next <laughs> to you for the next 22 years, regardless on how the, na- the reading is going to turn out. That's important <laughs> stuff we can talk about. Yes. So you guys take good care and remember that caring for yourself first is the best way to care for other people. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.